This is our seventh session now on Ephesians 4, 17 to 24. Let's go back down here and look at one phrase in this unit, namely the phrase, as the truth is in Jesus, as this truth relates to these desires of deceit. You did not thus learn Christ. All of that description of our fallen nature apart from Jesus, you didn't learn Christ that way. That doesn't come from him. If indeed you heard him or heard from him or heard about him in the gospel and thus heard him speak, he speaks, his sheep hear his voice, he knows them, they follow him. If indeed you heard him and were taught in him, and then he adds, as the truth is in Jesus, to make really clear the importance of truth here, truth over against ignorance here, and all of its terrible consequences, the truth is in Jesus. You have been taught to put off your old person. We talked about that putting off last time. According to your former manner of life, which is corrupt. And how did it get to be corrupt? How did this corruption of sensuality and all kinds of uncleanness come about? Through deceitful desires, desires of deceit, which sounds very much like a cauldron of desires in greed and covetousness. So, Father, as we try to understand the relationship now between Jesus being the truth and having all truth in him, all treasures of wisdom and knowledge in him, and being himself the supreme value and truth and beauty of the universe relating to desires of deceit, show us how to be set free from being deceived people. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh my, this is so important. The role of desires in destroying our lives and shaping the kind of uh, people we should put off and put on is huge. So here's the main thing I want to draw your attention to. Desires corrupt us. It's not mainly thoughts that corrupt us. Thoughts feed desires, but at root, it is desires that cause us to go one way or the other. And desires can deceive us. And how shall we be, how shall we be set free from desires which deceive us? Remember Jesus said in Matthew 13 about the soils, as for what was sown when the word was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word of God, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. So here's, here's riches that produce deceitful desires. We're deceived into thinking, oh, if I could just have more money, then I would be secure or satisfied. Paul is drawing attention here to the fact that desires are made corrupt 
and destructive. They become sensuality. They become unclean. These covetous desires, and they're all based on deceit. And how are you set free from deceit? Answer, truth, truth, truth. And how do we, how do we become this kind of person with a, a true new sense of what is valuable in the world so that uh, our old man can't deceive us anymore about thinking something is more desirable than God? And the answer was given back in chapter 2. God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead and had all those deceitful, suicidal desires made us alive. We were dead and now we're alive. By grace you have been saved and he raised us up with Christ, seated us with him in the heavenly places, in Christ. And then he tells us this, this truth. Here's why you were made alive. Here's why you exist as a Christian. So that in the coming ages, that means forever. In the coming ages, which is 10 million times more important than the 80 years you have here, in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches. You want to talk about true riches of grace in kindness. Now just pause. This is the omnipotent God of the universe who by the cost of his own son, has saved us from our sins when we were dead in trespasses and on our way to wrath, according to chapter 2, verse 2 and 3, made us alive with Christ and raised us with him, secured us in the heavenly places. That's where our true being securely is with Christ in heaven. And he did it so that he could spend eternity lavishing us with immeasurable riches. They're immeasurable, which is why it will take all the ages to get them all out, which will never cease. That's what immeasurable means, and coming ages and eternity means. And it will all be grace, and it will all be kindness. And if an omnipotent God sets his infinite wisdom wisdom on you to be as kind as he can be, you can't be any happier. That's the truth. That's the truth. And therefore, all these desires will no longer deceive us anymore. Got it? They can't deceive us anymore because we've been shown the truth that is in Jesus. We're not ignorant anymore. Our minds are not futile anymore. We're not alienated from the life of God anymore. We don't have a hard heart anymore, and therefore we're not sunk in sensuality, practicing all kinds of uncleanness, gripped by all kinds of 
illicit and unwarranted desires with God out of the picture. Rather, we are people who have been set free by truth. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free from all of this horrible deceit. So what should we do? We go back to chapter 4, a few verses earlier, and remember that shepherds, pastors, and teachers have been given to the church. Why? To equip the saints. That's us, all of us, to do the work of the ministry for the building up of the body of Christ. What's involved in that? Well, we're going to attain to the unity of the faith in the knowledge, the knowledge, the truth of the Son of God into mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children so easily deceived, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine with human cunning, craftiness, deceived and deceitful schemes. How do we escape? Speaking truth, truth in love. We grow up into undeceivable people every way into Christ. So, Paul inserts, as the truth is in Jesus, to emphasize that when we are taught in Christ or by Christ, we are taught precisely those glorious things that rescue us from the suicidal deceptiveness of sinful desires and set our desires on Christ. That is the way you put off the old person. That is, you bathe yourself in the truth that is in Jesus and free yourself from the deceit that tells you sinful desires will make you happier than Christ.